We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Sunday. It's sunny. And it's 10.08 here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Glad to have you along today. Well, first off, let me say this is Hardline. I'm Joe Beamer. She is Brenda Alacy, and it is her birthday. Happy birthday, Brenda. Joe, thank you very much. Great to be with you on Hardline. What else would I rather do on my birthday than hang out with you and talk to our listeners? Well, I'm glad to hear (laughs) that. And what a show we have planned. The next two hours, we will be talking to all four NY27 candidates. Now, if you're not aware, June 23rd, which is a week from this coming Tuesday, there is a special election in the NY27 district. And if you don't know that, I don't know where you've been. Uh, But there is a special election, and if you are a registered Republican in that district, it is also your primary. So you have two special elections to attend to on Tuesday the 23rd. And all four of those candidates involved are joining us, so let's kick it off with... Stefan Mahailu. Stefan, good morning. Good morning, and Brenda, happy 29th birthday. Oh, yet again, it's my 29th. <laughs> Stefan, thank you. Good morning to you, and thanks for joining us. Stefan, uh, first, let me just say, uh, it's been a while since we've talked. How are you? How's the family with the entire pandemic uh, going on? Yeah, family's great. No complaints whatsoever. Uh, life is challenging with two boys age two and under. Uh, my wife, Ashley, is a social worker. Uh, at the Family Help Center, so she's going to work every day, and I'm just working hard during the day serving taxpayers as the taxpayer watchdog as county controller, and my nights is uh, convincing voters in New York 27 uh, to vote for me in the primary on June 23rd, and it's for me, it's not a tough sell. You know, I've, I've been standing strong with President Trump from day one. I'm the only candidate who's talking about Uh, police and law enforcement and the need to support them, but also to be a leader who's going to listen and find solutions and lead America to a better place. I think a lot of people are starting to pivot to our campaign, too, because uh, while my opponents are launching nasty, negative attack ads, I'm staying positive. I'm honoring Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment. I refuse to attack a fellow Republican. I'm running all positive commercials with a positive message that I'm a true conservative they can trust. Uh, And then we need to someone send someone to Congress who's going to fund police and listen to uh, voices and find solutions to lead America to a better place. And, and Stefan, let's start right there with this movement to, quote, defund the police. Uh, now, you've got some people telling you, hey, it doesn't really mean defund the police. And then you look in Minneapolis where they're literally getting rid of the police. Uh, what is your 
What, what do you say about that? And what, if you went to Congress, would you do to make sure that the defund police movement doesn't have any, uh, doesn't get any legs? Well, while my opponents are doing nothing but attacking each other and ripping each other's throats out, I'm the only person talking about this really important issue and what I'm going to do in Congress, running positive ads about the importance of fully funding police. I mean, look, these radical anarchists, are attacking police officers in the streets. They're burning down buildings. They want lawlessness. Uh, and, and I refuse to, to be quiet while the shining city on the hill that, that brought my immigrant family here is burned from within. And so by definition, defund police means exactly that. And don't let these radical progressives lie. Uh, they're lying when they say, oh, we just want to divert funds away from police and towards social justice. That is wrong and it's a lie. Uh, these radical progressives want to defund police, and I think that's wrong. And when I go to Congress, I'm going to make sure that we fully fund law enforcement. And I've been the only candidate who's got the guts to stand up and fight for the Buffalo Police Department and fight for all members of law enforcement. And so I think it's an incredibly important issue. And while my opponents are launching nasty negative attack ads against each other, I'm the only one above the fray and talking about what I'm going to do in a positive way to fund our police and to lead America to a better place. Stefan, uh, amidst uh, a pandemic and now all of this strife between the police and many communities, uh, Buffalo finds itself back in the headlines with the Martin Gugino situation. And we all know what happened there in front of City Hall. Uh, What was your view about what happened with uh, the police you know, the, the confrontation he had with the police officers in Buffalo, and also your view on the subsequent arraignment of those two officers. I think it's an absolute travesty that these Buffalo police officers are facing seven years in jail for this incident. And I'm the only congressional candidate talking about the importance of standing up for law enforcement and making sure that bad actors uh, who uh, attack police and who are burning down our businesses Uh, are held accountable. And so I'm the only candidate who's actually come out and said, I support the Buffalo Police Department. I support the Office of the Erie County Sheriff. I support all law enforcement. As a matter of fact, uh, the Office of Erie County Controller, we just released a report that showed the devastating and crippling effects that if this (laughs) idiotic defund police movement goes forward here in Erie County, how catastrophic that would be when it comes to the safety and well-being of families across Erie County. Uh, The Office of Erie County Sheriff, uh, in collaboration with many different police agencies, uh, they make sure that rape uh, test kits are actually tested. Uh, With Central Police Services, we check ballistics when it comes to weapons to put criminals behind bars. So it's very simple, and it's it's a very, very distinct issue. You either stand with law and order and you stand with uh, police, or... You stand on the side of radical progressives who are attacking police officers in the streets, who are burning down our cities. Uh, And I stand very strongly with law enforcement, and I'm the only candidate who's talking about it. And all these people who are attacking police officers, I would challenge you spend one day with these officers, and you'll have a deeper respect for law enforcement and the very difficult job they have keeping our families safe. Stefan, I I mentioned the pandemic, and I wanted to ask you specifically, if a second wave of COVID occurs and you were advising the president, would you advocate for another nationwide lockdown to combat it? Or if not, what other methods would you call for? Absolutely not. 
um, you don't quarantine the healthy, you quarantine the sick. And I think we can find a very healthy balance of making sure the elderly, uh, especially those in nursing homes, are protected, yet keeping the economy open and running again. Uh, we're all adults. Uh, when government make cho- makes choices for us uh, that cripple the economy, and I, I feel very strongly that more people are going to be negatively impacted by the fiscal uh, consequences of COVID rather than the disease itself. Uh, I called on a federal investigation. I'm the only candidate to personally speak with the uh, United States Secretary of Health and Human Services about that. Uh, I wrote to him uh, demanding an investigation of the Cuomo administration. It is disturbing that Governor Cuomo sent seniors stricken with COVID back into nursing homes around then healthy seniors, and it was a death sentence for many. So the one thing I would advise the president is to make sure that states, unlike New York, that they do not send seniors stricken with COVID back into nursing homes. And as the uh, chief fiscal officer for Erie County, I see the negative impact of COVID on our economy. Uh, sales tax is down, you know, 20 to 30 percent for the past two months, and it's causing multi-million dollar deficits in Erie County government. Uh, and now there's going to be very difficult but necessary decisions to make to balance our budget. Uh, and I don't think we needed to go as far when it comes to closing down and shutting down the economy. I think it's outrageous that Governor Cuomo uh, tried to stop us from having religious services, from having us opening up small businesses, yet tens of thousands of people can protest police in confined spaces, and that's okay. So I don't understand why it's okay to shop in big box stores, but yet we were stopped from going to church and going to support small businesses. It makes no sense whatsoever. And so I would strongly encourage President Trump to not take the track that Governor Cuomo did, which at the end of the day, uh, very tragically killed a lot of our seniors and destroyed our economy. Uh, Stefan, to build on that, what do you think of the phase system uh, now that we're entering phase three? Do you think that's too slow for the rollout of New York State? Uh, I think Governor Cuomo is changing the goalposts multiple times throughout the entire game of reopening. It's a joke, and people are sick and tired of it, as am I. You know, I I think it's outrageous that we were not allowed to go to church, yet thousands of people were able to protest police in confined spaces. So why are we not seeing a massive COVID breakout amongst protesters? Why? Because I think we're being fed a bunch of bull uh, by the state and federal government when it comes to COVID. And so I I think you can have a, a very healthy balance between protecting the elderly and protecting seniors and keeping our economy open again. I mean, who in their right mind can say, sure, it's okay for thousands of people to protest in confined spaces. It's okay to go to big box stores and be around hundreds of people, but you can't go to church and you can't go to small businesses. It makes no sense whatsoever. Now, Stefan, I have to say, I saw your ad yesterday. It was right after a Chris Jacobs and Beth Parlato ad. It went uh, Chris Jacobs, Beth Parlato, and then went with your ad. And uh, my, my question is, if you win on the 23rd in the primary, you would then take on Nate McMurray in November. What are your thoughts on Nate McMurray, and how would that campaign look different than the primary campaign you're running now? Well, this primary campaign is so disappointing for a lot of Republicans because all they're hearing from my two opponents are just nasty, negative attack ads, getting in the mud. And I think people deserve better than that. I refuse to attack a fellow Republican. Uh, I am going to honor Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment and not attack a fellow Republican. 
And I'm laying out my agenda to make America a better place in a very positive way. And I think we are starting to resonate now with a lot of people with just a few days to go between uh, now and June 23rd. And I think the light bulb is going off for a lot of people that while Rome is burning, my opponents are just slinging mud and attacking each other. And I'm the one who's talking about being a strong leader who's going to listen to people, come up with solutions, and make America a better place again, especially about these police riots. I'm the only candidate who's talking about supporting law enforcement, yet at the same time, uh, instituting reasonable reforms that will make all people uh, safe and make America a better place to live. So right now, my sole focus is on uh, the June 23rd Republican primary. I think at the end of the day, when people go in that voting booth, uh, they're going to say, you know what, the other two folks were just slinging mud and running nasty, negative attack ads. And Stefan's the only guy who I trust, you know, who's been a true conservative uh, since uh, I've entered uh, public service in 2013. Uh, I was the first to endorse President Trump back in 2016, uh, and I actually campaigned for him. You know, I, uh, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I'm the, the son of a typewriter repairman, and my mom was a factory worker. I've had to work incredibly hard for anything I've ever had, you know, including working, uh, washing dishes in college to pay my own way for school. Uh, and a lot of people know me as a conservative they can trust and someone who's going to stand with President Trump no matter what, unlike someone like Mitt Romney, who was endorsed by President Trump and then stabbed him in the back and voted to impeach him. Stefan, I want to ask you about uh, your comments about the COVID crisis. Uh, we're seeing spikes across the country in states like Arizona, Texas, Kentucky, other states that have reopened and perhaps were not as um, vigilant about the, the uh, safety compliances. And while I know you have an issue with Governor Cuomo and the nursing home situation, we are the only state with a downward curve. How do you reconcile those two things? Well, it, it's surprising because media is not talking about the very sad and tragic story, the fact that people are dying from the flu uh, every single year. And I, I think you can have a healthy balance between protecting seniors and protecting the elderly and still keeping our economy going again. Uh, and I think it's just a, a view of government that they think people are stupid and, and big government has the answers and smart, reasonable people uh, do not. And that's just my, my worldview when it comes to government, that, that people are adults and we should treat them as such. And I do firmly believe that we can have a healthy balance of protecting the elderly and yet getting our economy moving again. Because at the end of the day, far more people are going to be devastated by the economic impact of COVID than the disease itself. And some could reasonably argue that the cure is worse than the disease itself. Uh, look at the people who have lost their jobs, who can't make their mortgage payments, who are unemployed and reliant on the government uh, for survival. You know, in many respects, from an economic factor, uh, we've become Venezuela. And I think a lot of radical progressives are happy with that. I am not. And so I, I think you can have a very reasonable, responsible approach of protecting those who are uh, most susceptible to COVID, and yet keeping our economy moving. Stefan, I wanted to uh, switch gears and talk about the, the border between the U.S. and Canada, been, which has been shut down since uh, mid-March. And in a rare bipartisan move, Brian Higgins and Elise Stefanik joined forces uh, to press for the border reopening. Uh, what would, what's your position on the border reopening, and what did you think of the two uh, Congress people working together uh, for that approach? Uh, well, that's the kind of leader I'm going to be in Congress. And, and, and Joe mentioned the, the one 
campaign commercial that he saw where, you know, my message is very simple to taxpayers. You know, unlike my opponents who are slinging mud and running nasty ads, I'm staying positive. And I'm telling people that, you know, when it comes to the attacks on police and burning businesses, that those bad actors need to be held accountable. And yet I'm going to work together with people to listen, to lead, and make America a better place. So I'll commend anyone, Republican, Democrat, who wants to open up the border again, because I see the negative consequences of that as the Erie County controller. You know, while uh, I really appreciate our neighbors to the north crossing the border and shopping in our malls, they're not doing so. Uh, And it's having a very negative effect on sales tax revenue in the Erie County budget. Now, unfortunately, if the trend continues, there's going to have to be some deep and devastating cuts in the Erie County budget because Canadians are not coming here to shop. So I would wholeheartedly support the opening of the Canadian border and welcoming our neighbors to the north to spend a lot of money here in Erie County. Stefan, on on election day, you've got voters that have to vote in the special election and then vote in the primary. To those who are going to vote for you in the primary, who do you tell them to vote in the special election? I don't tell anyone how to vote. Uh, This is America. Uh, And I think it's the height of arrogance when politicians tell people uh, what to do at the polling place. That's up to them and, and their conscience. You know, on June 23rd, I have one mission, and that is to encourage Republicans to vote for me, Stefan Mihailu, a true conservative who stood with President Trump from day one, and someone who is going to fully fund police, uh, restore law and order in America, but yet still at the same time, you know, listen to different voices and lead America to a better place. So I only have one mission on primary day, and that is to humbly ask the voters of New York 27 to vote for me uh, in the primary. Uh, And I think our message is resonating with a lot of people. I hear from law enforcement every day thanking me for standing up for them. Uh, And I also am hearing from a lot of people saying, thank you for not running nasty negative attack ads. Well, that's what my opponents are doing. So I've been very consistent in my positive message to voters, uh, and I'm very confident it will be successful on June 23rd in the primary. Stefan, less than a minute, but I do want to ask you, if the economic recovery stalls, would you be in favor of a payroll tax cut? Absolutely. Uh, A a payroll tax cut would put more revenue in the hands of income generators and American families and take it away from big government. Uh, The last thing we need to do is put more money into the pockets of big government to take it away uh, from already struggling families. Go back to the Cash for Clunkers program. The federal government couldn't even successfully run a used car sale, and I don't want them running my health care or having more money than they need. So I strongly support uh, another round of tax cuts that puts money back in the pockets of the people that paid the bill in the first place, and that's our struggling families and taxpayers. Hey, Stefan, any uh, final words before we uh, let you go? Yeah, I, I humbly ask for the votes of Republican primary voters on June 23rd. I'm a true conservative that people trust. I have a record of results uh, that fights for taxpayers. I'm the only person talking about support for law enforcement and standing up for cops. Uh, And at the end of the day, I'm the person they trust. Uh, And also, too, I think it's resonating that we are running a positive campaign. And I think Republicans respect the fact that we are honoring Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment by not attacking a fellow Republican, Uh, especially now more than ever. We need people and leaders who are going to bring us together and not just attack. And I think it's resonating with folks, and that's why I'm going to win the June 23rd Republican primary. Stefan Mahailu, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you both. 
That Thank is you. Stefan Mihailo. He is running in the GOP primary. That is June 23rd in NY27. Coming up next, the Democrat challenger, Nate McMurray, will join us, me and Brenda, right after this break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 